Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just remember, no matter what happens or what you do, you'll always be my baby boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you will always be my infant angel, baby Hello there, friend. Welcome back to Red X, your source for the freshest daily cringe content anywhere on the internet. Promise swearsies. It's just a fact. And it's totally science. Go ahead and look it up. The intrepid researchers over at Red X Industries have found some buried parts of the Todd saga on the web archive. Those being a couple parts from the r slash Tard Tales stuff that I was talking about in the previous episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that link in the description. I thought I'd get Todd wrapped in just two videos, but uh, these things keep cropping up. So let's go ahead, check it out. Maybe we can get some uh, much needed backstory on just why Todd is so bad, supposedly. <laughs> well, not delay any longer. Let's get into this thing. The Todd Saga, part 35, meeting with Dread. You didn't miss anything. This is parts 35 and 37, which are apparently the only ones archived. We'll just have to fill in the gaps and glean what information we can. So, uh, yes, who is Dread? We got our cast list. Don't be Jeff, 18, your resident Chiraki now facing charges at school. Cool, he's edgy. But do be Ma Dukes, mid-40s. Feels like she's the only rock of support besides Puck. Be Todd, 18, largely invisible, but there in spirit. My autistic friend and the victim in this case. Oh, so again, he's been victimized. It's okay when you victimize him, OP, but when other people do it, it's just egregious, right? I think I'm getting a clearer picture here. Be Mama Todd, mother of the victim. Maybe be Dread, school resource officer. Kind of a d Definitely has a Napoleon complex. Maybe be Victoria, vice principal, fairly rational. I don't even know why they need names at this point. Just call them school resource officer and vice principal, whatever. I guess Dread's more catchy. Super edgy, bro. <laughs> at that point, the stakes skyrocketed. Don't know what he's talking about, but we're rolling with the punches, like I said. Clay and Todd were irrelevant. Saving my friendship was irrelevant. I knew what I said was bad, but anyone knew that I had anger problems back then. Yes, that old family temper tantrum that you mentioned. I can't remember the name of his family. Nor do I care to, <laughs> but I do remember that. But I didn't know that my anger problems were dread bad. I'd never dealt with that guy before. Aside from various short conversations in the hall, I did know that he was a big law and order guy who liked to flex his power. He had zero tolerance for anything on his school grounds, and he was a no BS type of dude. Hell yeah, dude, hold it down. Don't let these kids get the best of you. <laughs> this was beyond a school matter at this point. The police were involved now. 
Or I really want to know what the hell he did. Maybe it'll be mentioned. I already had two scarlet letters on me. A for a-hole and B for bully. I was desperately trying to shed the second one, but it wasn't even a matter of salvaging my reputation now. It was a matter of avoiding a third scarlet letter. C for criminal and staying out of jail. I mean, you definitely are a bully, OP. Not a good person, not very nice to your friends, clout chasing after some no-name rapper from Chicago, while completely ignoring, disregarding the person who, who actually wants to form a meaningful relationship with you. But I digress. After another day of panic and being doped up on clonopin, the meeting started. When the bell tolled six o'clock and I woke up, I realized my personal day of reckoning was coming. I spent the next few hours in my pajamas, sobbing in the fetal position, trying to convince myself that everything was going to be fine. I repeated my mantra that I had been telling myself for years. F-O-U-R-4? Or F-O-R-4? <laughs> I'm very confused. OP said, I'm not a criminal. I'm not a bully. I'm a good person. That's what all the bad people tell themselves, isn't it? <laughs> I decided not to shower, but I threw on the first clothes that I could find, which were a ratty old Ben Gordon t-shirt and an ill-fitting pair of blue jeans. Yeah, we definitely need to know about your outfit and hygiene. <laughs> Before we left, my mother gave me another little helper so I wouldn't break down in the middle of the meeting. Bro, if you double dose in clonoping, you'd probably gonna fall asleep in the meeting. <laughs> As I walked to the car, drenched in a day's worth of shame and dried up tears, I began to swallow my pride and prepare for the worst. As far from home, by five-finger death punch played on the radio, <laughs> my emotions started coming back. Yes, five-finger death punch makes me emotional too. <laughs> Uh, he's just trying so hard to have edge, but also convince himself that he doesn't and that people like him. Oh, God. <laughs> I assume the worst. Todd and Clay spread everything around the school, and I would be ruined. I felt like the entire world was trying to bring me down. It's got some hints of the Elliot Roger manifesto right there. Nobody's trying to bring you down. These are the consequences of your own actions. <laughs> I don't remember the ride much or the wait for the meeting, but I remember being in a constant state of tears. I was barely able to keep my composure, occasionally crying and repeating my mantra. I'm not a criminal. I'm not a bully. I'm a good person. Serious citation needed, man. I don't even know what the event that went down during this series of tales was, but based on the first video and my interactions with you, I can tell you're not a good person. You're a person who uses other people for their own self-validation, at the very least. I don't think we could kick it. The wait for the meeting felt a lot longer than it was. It felt like it took 30 minutes, but 5 minutes after coming to the school, the secretary entered the lobby. Jeff, they're ready for you, she droned as I walked into the drab conference room. As soon as I walked in, I, who will be referred to as Jay, immediately told everyone, I'm gonna refer to him as OP, OP, I'm not a bad kid. You know me. Vice Principal Victoria was the first person to speak in the room. We know, Jeff. You just made a mistake. We all became situated, and after 30 seconds of preparation, Dredd started the meeting. I knew him. He was the type to flex his power and get down to business immediately. He never read me my Miranda rights and decided to get right to the questions. 
I mean, he's a resource officer, not a police officer. Whatever. <laughs> Dread. Last Friday, one of our officers got a call from a student's mother who said you were harassing the son, Todd. Is this true? Oh, yeah. Lay it all out on the table. I was about to state my defense, but somehow, something in my brain told me not to lie. Ah, so lying is a common occurrence for you then. <laughs> I had already lost Todd, and now I lost Clay to my own BS. Puck was trying to balance the whole thing, but Clay was having absolutely none of it for now. And my ex-friend was desperately trying to save his friendship with my best friend now. High school is such a serious thing. These problems matter. <laughs> I had lost too much. After trying to deal with this entire incident, was losing my sanity, and now was at risk of losing my freedom. After taking a deep breath, I confessed my sins. OP? Yes, I wrote everything two years ago. I had gotten into a fight with him and my mom a while back over something stupid. Then that night, after getting my resentments out, I had created the site about Todd, and nobody found it until three days ago. Yeah, you were still paying for the domain name for two years? <laughs> just like, I'm over it. But I might as well keep paying for the domain. <laughs> uh, Vice Principal says, Do you remember what you wrote about him? OP. No. I probably hit everything I could. I know my anger too well. No, it's fine, dude. Just blame it on your genetics like in the last story. <laughs> uh, Dread says, What specifically did you say? OP. Everything. Something about his weight, his disability, his money, everything. Everything I could, I hit him on. And how long were you friends for? Six and a half years. Since around early September of 2005. Victoria says, Did you create the website on school grounds? OP, no. All this was done at home. Dread, have you ever had any similar incidents with Todd? OP, no. Opie really is just a piece of trash, isn't he? <laughs> uh, like, this stuff isn't even near justifiable after two years. If you're so far over it, why bother keeping it up? There's holes in this story. Ma Dukes now enters the fray, saying, Actually, Jeff was attacked by Todd in sixth grade. They had a trivial fight over something that even I can't remember, and Todd wound up losing his temper, and he jumped my son. Well, it's easy to say that, Mom, when Todd's not even here to defend himself. I think OP's just mad about getting his butt kicked by cool Todd all those many years ago. Dread asks, Did Jeff hold a grudge against Todd at any time for this? OP, God, no. I forgave him the next day. Yeah, maybe with your, your mouth, but not with your brain or your heart. That's why the website exists, isn't it? Mommy Dearest says, Jeff used to have an IEP a year and a half ago. Does this apply for any punishment now? IEPs, call back to School of Beards. Individual education plan, something like that. Check out that Beard School saga, hey! <laughs> uh, Principal Victoria says, No, we're treating him just like any normal student. OP, good. I don't need some bullshit excuse to justify what I did. I mean, you've used your anger as an excuse on multiple occasions, but go off, I guess. Dread asks, Do you feel as if what you did was wrong? OP, absolutely. Even if I had something wrong with me, what I did is beyond that realm, and if Todd did the same to me, I wouldn't hold back because of his condition. Victoria, 
I'm glad to hear that, Dread. I feel like we have a clearer picture on the motive now. Let's move on. And then he dropped a question that was slightly out of left field, even for me. Uh, did you ever say anything that could be construed as threatening to him? You're all familiar with my rage-filled life. See, here we go again. It wasn't me. It was the anger monkey on my back. <laughs> I've come close to punching people in the face multiple times. And I've had more than my fair share of expletive-laden rants, thankfully away from people. But even then, the only time I threatened someone was when one of Todd's friends started hitting on a 15-year-old girl. This sounded very odd to me. OP says, no, even in anger, I wouldn't go that far, Dread. Well, we've been told that you said that you would kill him. That's good, that's fine, let him find it out. <laughs> They'll respect each other more afterwards, honestly. Unfortunately, part 36 is not on the web archive, but uh, we do have part 37, so let's check that out right now. The Todd Saga part 37, Mama Bear Wakes Up. Castle is completely the same except for the addition of Hartman, principal of the school. Ex-Marine, but really nice once you get to know him. Again, we could probably just call him principal, but whatever. <laughs> Puck had now superseded Clay, but at least he was friends with me again, and that's all that mattered for the moment. Around 15 minutes after my talk, I had a friend request from Clay's sister. Five minutes later, Mama Clay and Papa Clay, and after another 30, I had a request from Clay himself. His intentions were confirmed, and I was happy to know that I had my friend back. Of course, Flameshirt was probably looking for retaliation, considering I was persona non grata with him, but Puck could and would go to bat for me. I would tell Puck and Clay both to not bother shielding OP from the repercussions of his actions. Maybe Flameshirt deserves a little bit of retaliation. And even if he doesn't, it might just be good for OP to get his ass kicked once or twice. A good beating after you talk sh get hit, it does a lot to shape your view of the world. <laughs> Ma Dukes, meanwhile, wasn't happy with Mama Clay when I told her about her calling Mama Todd. She thought that she was behind all this and she believed her hook, line, and sinker. Mama Clay was very cautious around Todd's mother, and she would come to advice regarding her son. She was his second grade teacher, but nevertheless, she trusted her fully. Surprisingly, she kept a diplomatic tone, but apparently, word got around to the rest of Clay's family that I was innocent and that we were fine. Even though the mom's getting involved in this drama, forget it, man. Stay away from that kid. We don't talk to that family no more. That's what I say. As I got a report from my mother about what had happened, I realized that Todd's request would never come back, and I accepted that our friendship was gone. Honestly, good. Todd deserves better. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't completely gone because you still string him along. He's willing to forgive you and move past all this, and OP is just like the pettiest person possible about it. Anyways, Mama Todd, to put it lightly, has a bad case of histrionic personality disorder. Whenever she was wronged, she would exaggerate it. She couldn't trust a single soul. She would go into mood swings with her son and her husband, sometimes even when Clay or I were around. And she had a dark history with pills and coke. On a night out, when she was 23, she wound up meeting Papa Todd. They wound up going out, and that night she forgot about her birth control, and the broke, and soon enough they had a baby, who you know by now as Todd. At that moment, she decided to get clean for her son's sake, 
but she never really got over her mental demons. Oh no, OP, seems like you got your own demons to deal with. This is sort of a pot and kettle situation, is it not? I mean, sure, you're not doing coke, but that's because you don't need it in order to fly off the handle. It didn't take any sort of intoxicant for you to keep a slanderous website up for two years, even after you had supposedly forgiven that person. Maybe let's just not throw stones if we live in a glass house, right? So the next day, Ma Dukes and I had the second meeting to go to. I was noticeably more collected, so I simply crawled out of bed, took my pill as a safeguard, <laughs> and actually ate breakfast. I heard the same drone from the secretary and walked into the office with Hartman, Dredd, and Victoria. Principal, uh, hello, Jeff. OP, hello. Vice Principal, how are you holding up? OP, I've been all right. Dredd, first of all, I'd like to thank you for being honest with us throughout this entire process. OP, yeah, anytime, Dredd. Principal, could I have a recap of the last meetings? Dredd, We've talked with the Todds about our options here, and Mama Todd isn't going to budge on her demands. OP, as long as I can go on seeing your activities in March, I'm fine. Vice Principal, well, that's the thing. Mama Todd wants you expelled. OP, huh? <laughs> Dread, it's going to be difficult to find middle ground here. Your parents have emailed me, and they think that you should get a meager suspension, while the other side wants us to throw the book at you. She's now running a campaign to the superintendent to try and get you out of here. And somehow, somehow, OP thinks that that's a grave injustice. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. This is when Ma Dukes breaks the silence, saying, Actually, we're aware of that. That's partially what we wanted to talk to you about. I begin to feel a smug satisfaction. I'm not sure if OP ever feels anything besides smug satisfaction. <laughs> uh, that's the vibe I get. The principal knew me on a personal level, but I knew better than anyone in the room that Ma Dukes had my hellish temper and my wit. I mean, you're born from her, so you have her, never mind. And her biggest trigger even bigger than showing up uninvited to her house or insulting her son's cats or her home. Not her son, but her son's cats. <laughs> killing me. Uh, was when someone was endangering me. If someone was threatening me, she made it her personal mission to protect her son from any sort of threat by any means necessary. I mean, I guess it's sort of normal mom stuff, but... It does explain a lot about why OP turned out the way he did, you know? I think I theorized that he was coddled, and yeah, we're seeing the proof right here. Principal says, alright, we're all ears. Mommy Dearest says, Todd's mother's been talking about my son behind his back over the internet. She's been blatantly lying about him. It's organizing a witch hunt against him, and he suffered a lot because of it. He's been in panic attack for the last two weeks, which Dredd and Victoria have both seen, and it's just made my entire life a living hell. It seems like mom is just as self-absorbed as the son. Not like I'm worried about my son's well-being. It's like, this has made my life more difficult. <laughs> Mama Todd has also driven a wedge between him and his friends as well with her rumors. And it took Jeff until yesterday for him to finally resolve it. This is different from our situation. A parent is harassing a student at your school. And we demand, as parents, that you put a stop to it. 
Yeah, I don't know if the school really has jurisdiction over the parents, but okay. Principal says, Hey, we're fully aware. Pop sent us the Facebook conversations. We're dealing with our actions properly, and we've been meeting with her to discuss what happened. I had to ask. OP, does she at least know my side? Does she know that I apologized? Dread. Yes, but she rejected your apology letter for Todd. She didn't even want him to read it. Honestly, she's right. OP's not sorry. He's sorry that he got caught. <laughs> but that website probably would have stayed up for another 20 years. If nobody said anything about it. I took a deep breath to myself. Luckily, I was smart enough to keep a backup copy for Clay. And then, Ma Dukes dropped a bombshell that was so out of left field that I didn't even know about it. Mommy Dearest says, we're weighing a defamation suit against Mama Todd right now. She's already caused about $700 worth of damages to us, and that's not even including emotional compensation and legal fees. The lawyer we've been consulting with says we have a very good chance of winning this case. Ever since this incident came to light, Mama Todd has damaged my son's character even more than he could damage himself, and if it doesn't stop, then we're fully prepared to pursue this. Were you fully transparent with the lawyer? Does he know about the website and all this stuff? If he did, he probably wouldn't take this case. <laughs> like, this is a, a dumb slap fight. And to be fair, that lawyer's gotta be pretty stank too if he's chasing around $700. What you getting out of the trial, bro? 70 bucks? Forget it, it's not worth going to bat for this kid. He knows what he did, he admits he's in the wrong, kind of. But only because he doesn't see any other way out. <laughs> the administrative side of the room was shocked at this statement. It took a while for someone to counter, but Dredd finally did. We've been weighing her statements as consideration too. We feel like she was out of line with her comments about the school, and we will be making an effort to stop them. See, everybody changing positions as soon as the lawyers get involved. <laughs> uh, Mommy Dearest says, what about my son? He's being bullied too. Yeah, flip it all around. He's the real victim here. <laughs> uh, this is absolutely insane. Principal says, I'll take care of that after our meeting, Mommy Dearest. Good. As long as you do your job and protect my boy, I'm fine. Your boy doesn't need protect- Your boy is the aggressor! He's been sowing nothing but sh and reaping time has finally come. Do not save him. You let him learn. Dread says, we're trying to work on a solution that will keep your side happy and keep Todd safe. Mommy dearest, Todd's mom doesn't want her son to be safe. She wants revenge against my son. OP was barely able to function for the past week without medication, and that's all on her. She's turned a battle over Todd into her own personal crusade. Again, pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously screwed up, but she's harassing one of your students now. So do your job and stop it before we do. Dude, this is carrying to the next level. She's worse than a helicopter parent. She is a snowplow parent. Any obstacle her son might face, she's right there to push it out of the way. And while it seems nice on the surface, it is to her own son's detriment. Consequences are important. The conversation progressed a little more about my anxiety and my thoughts on the whole incident and a lecture about how the stuff I post online won't go away. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> uh, eventually, Hartman asked about me. 
Hartman. Now, Jeff, if you were me, what punishment would you give yourself? OP. Honestly, I'd give myself, uh, three days suspension. Principal says, why? OP. Because all the other stuff is vicious enough to warrant it. What I did to Todd was despicable, despite it being done two years ago. However, at no point in knowing him from sixth grade to now did I ever threaten to kill him. I don't even own a gun. The only incident of rage happened at my house, so they had no reason to think that I ever would do that. If my reputation suffers any damage, we're fully prepared to take legal action to repair it. Oh, look at OP finally growing his balls now that Mommy's taking the lead. He's like, yeah, I was wrong, but they were way more wrong. <laughs> uh, principal says, yeah, that's all the info we need. We'll be meeting up with the Tots tomorrow morning for the final time, and I'll talk with you that afternoon for our decision. Does that work for you, OP? Yes, that's fine. We were dismissed to the car, and when we got there, Mommy Dearest and I talked. Oh my god, Mom, that was totally awesome! Dad and I have been seeing a lawyer out in Chicago about her. We sent a cease and desist letter on the day of the first meeting, and since the letter arrived today and her post about someone threatening her child is still up, we know she's defying the order. I mean, post still up isn't the same as making new posts, but okay. OP says, is she really that stupid? Not like you, Mommy. You're so smart, Mommy. <laughs> Mommy uh, says, I guess so. We'll have to make another cancel trip, and I'd like to invite you along. Do you want to do it, little Jeffy? I'll decide tomorrow. If I'm excluded from seeing your activities, then we'll file charges. I don't want this to go on any longer than it has to, but if it gets to a point where I have to defend myself against her, I will. That's right, OP. You've been the true victim of this situation all along. What do you want to bet OP actually did say that he'd kill Todd and he's just been lying about it to everybody? Todd seems like a stand-up guy. Haven't seen him lying even once. In the previous part where the line is drawn, he respects it. OP seems like the type that thinks he's smarter than everybody else. And that never turns out well. Mommy says, Whatever happens, Jeffy, just remember, no matter what happens or what you do, you'll always be my baby boy. Oh, yeah. And I will always love you. I know you're not like that. <laughs> He's pulling the wool over mom's eyes too. Look at this. You got suckered in a hundred percent. Just from the way he writes, the way he talks, I can tell. I can just tell. I got a pretty good nose for people. And even without all this background drama. I essentially had OP pegged for what he is. So we left, and for the first time in a week, I felt truly happy. Yeah, because you're gonna get away with it? <laughs> I was semi-confident that I would attend senior activities, and if not, I at least had my friend back. I hope he does get expelled, but I don't think it happens, or it would have been mentioned in the uh, Neckbeard stories part of this. It's a shame we only get two of these r slash tard tales, but... Big shout out to Raven and the Red X Discord for digging him up. So that morning, I had a final one-on-one -on -one meeting with Hartman two days after the second meeting with the Triumvirate. Here, I would find out my punishment. <laughs> 
When we stepped into Principal Hartman's office for the final time, he gave us an update on the situation, told us that Mama Todd refused to give back the games that Todd had borrowed, said that he was able to reach an agreement that would satisfy both sides, and handed down his judgment. After deliberation, we've decided to suspend you for five days uh, for bullying. Uh, you may still attend senior activities, and you may still march at graduation, but from the end of this meeting to next Tuesday, you may not step on school grounds. Uh, we'll also be sending a chaperone to monitor you from afar during senior activities to make sure nothing escalates. Uh, since we have heard of the mental issues that you've had throughout the year, we've decided to waive your final exams, provided that you attend school on all three days. Holy shit, he wasn't even punished, he was rewarded for it! I hate this! <laughs> they didn't even give him a slap on the hand because this school's wrist is just so weak, it'll snap like a twig. Shameful, dude. I was really hoping the worst for OP, but he came out smelling like roses, didn't he? Honestly, I was more relieved than disappointed. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> they may have believed Mama Todd's argument, and I was suspended more than I thought I would be, but I was just grateful there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Ugh. He went over some legal things, lectured me a bit on bullying policy, told me I needed to be more careful about the things I posted online. <laughs> that lesson was never learned. And then he sent me and Mommy Dearest on our way. Well, I hate everything that happened here today. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Todd will get some sort of redemption at the end of his saga, but OP's the one telling the story and seems rather unreliable, so I don't really know. If you're hungry for more neckbeard stories, I'm linking those on the end card for you. Please do check them out. Always remember, friends, that you are loved, you are worthy, you definitely, definitely deserve it, and I shall see you in the next one, so until then, bye-bye. Go ahead and cut them open. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Where is he?